0: Welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast, everybody. I'm your Thanks. host, Andy. I'm joined by three of my favorite hosts. Not not my favorite hosts, but among them. The John original Kasky crew. Gray. The original four. Yeah. Um. After a lot of focus testing, market research, and most importantly, uh, emails and tweets from the listener from, you know, brokencampfire.gmail.com and at Broken Campfire, we've decided to cut the special guest whose name will not be mentioned. Um, It was honestly kind of a difficult decision at first, but once we just saw how overwhelmingly you guys didn't like him, uh, it became a lot easier.
1: I can't wait for the comeback campaign messages and emails to come flooding in. Uh, that's going to be I, a real I, I
0: really doubt that's going to happen.
1: I also really doubt that. But but our former unnamed member, he was so charming and special.
0: Uh, what? Hang on. He was a guest? He was never a member of the podcast. He was always a guest. I know he uh, had a different a salary. Member. Okay, guest honorary, no, not honorary. Guest member is the, the most unwilling to concede. All that being said, how's everybody doing this week? Go. All right, I
1: miss. All right, I miss hey our miss. redacted yeah, friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully he makes his way to Italy this week. I know some of the snow, um, rampaging across the country delayed his plans a little bit, but we wish him the best. All jokes aside, he we is. will not be saying his name though. Um, uh, all right, let's start with Flask this week. Flask, what all have you done? to show what what are you even done what do you got to show us what do you got
1: to show for yourself what
0: do you have to show off <laughs>
1: <laughs> boy oh boy um i've been watching a show on peacock called that's that's NBC's streaming what is, service uh, What is that? <laughs> yeah peacock um called poker face still ongoing as in the first season is still airing as we speak um, you made a show
0: about Lady Gaga that's
1: they weird. did not, and they haven't played that song oh, in the show yet, but maybe that'll be like the finale song to really That's the season way. finale Entire. for show sure. yeah um I heard some positive buzz about it, so I decided to check it out. Uh, I like Natasha Leone too, and she stars in it. She's the main character. Um, it's actually created by Ryan Johnson, which kind of gave me mixed expectations going in, but it is one of the best things he's done I would say it's an entertaining show comedy, crime, mystery series Um, the premise is that Leon's character can invariably tell when someone is lying she just has that ability so when she gets into trouble which she often does um, she can try to figure out the mystery and help people or often herself too by uh, sort of poking at the problem and, and at the people involved to, to figure out who's lying and, more importantly, why they're lying. Uh, so she does some, like, amateur detective work, you know. Uh, and she kind of has, like, a Columbo air about her. I'm sure that was a, a big inspiration for her characterization. Um... But yeah, she's just like traveling around getting involved in in these little <laughs> murder mystery stories. So like a humorous uh Tim Roth in Lie to Me. I don't know if anybody remembers that show, but he could yeah. tell when anyone was lying. Sort of like that. Except here it's basically a superpower. She just can does always she, tell.
0: Does she like have like a psych like rationale that she seems to employ to to know, or does she just she has a gut feeling, but the conceit is that the feeling is always correct?
1: That's a good question. She, she knows it's basically a superpower, like she just always knows. Um, and she is very willing to tell people uh, that she is a lie detector, which can sometimes get her into trouble. And so you as the viewer are like, "Why are you so open about this with people?" But she doesn't come up with any psych-like uh, rationale for that. She's not like, "Oh, I you know, she's not obfuscating it in any way. Um, can, so she'll just can she people. lie Oh, she can lie, yeah. <laughs> All the people are really good
0: too. Like, she's got to like stare at the mirror and just say the lie long enough until she figures out the right facial structure so that she can't even tell she's lying. Whoa.
1: But yeah, it's funny. It's, uh, it's, it's a fun show. I recommend it. Poker Face. I, maybe
0: you said this, but I didn't realize that Ryan Johnson was doing a TV show.
1: I did not either until I heard about this show. And even then, I was like, what? <laughs> He's, uh, I mean, he, it kind of makes sense that he would do the genre, right? He loves this kind of shit. Sure. Um, but yeah, this is, I, this is probably one of the best things he's oh, done. It seems so far pretty his cool.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I recommend.
1: Then, uh, recently, one of the games I played was, uh, I actually played, uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, which, uh, yo, I Greg fucking, has talked about previously. Yeah, that, did you beat it? I did. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I think I liked it less than you, which is it's wild because that you would like a game in this genre more than I did. But I think I did not dislike it. Um, but I think you loved it, from what I remember.
2: Yeah, I really really liked that game. I thought yeah. that was a uh, a very unique experience. That game.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, this is the one that's like a very like Pixar esque sort of uh, uh adventure platformer puzzle type thing um where you're dealing with all sorts of spirit powers and spirits and stuff um yeah it's a it's a very like confidently rendered experience uh it tries really hard to to present significance but admittedly i didn't feel much with that i didn't feel much of significance i felt a little bit bored i guess um it's a beautiful game uh cute characters like i said very pixar inspired a little too cutesy in some areas but um you know g- good design generally uh literal environmental things to do throughout um pretty decent combat it, it's kind of clunky but you get the hang of it and um eventually near the end it gets pretty challenging and uh that can that can be fun actually uh cool boss fights yeah it's it's got yeah I like good the stuff going uh,
2: for it. i really like the boss fights how they're like these crazy horrifying like monsters in this beautiful yeah. <laughs> place it's
1: very Yeah very it's, cool. it's that definite mixture of like beautiful and and horrible um uh, very nicely artistically rendered um but it's, it's sort of the theme is like you know happy spirits and healthy nature is good uh sad spirits and and gooey corruption is bad and you're like trying to get rid of the gooey corruption right so it's heal you know, the well, corruption and it's 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 a very you know Simplistic kind of good and evil sort of thing. Yeah, uh, sounds like
0: a real Mo- Super Mario Sunshine. Am I right?
1: Real Super Mario Sunshine. Well, you get these.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the name of them, but they're like these little Pikmin
1: dudes. Yes, I forget what. That, what are uh, they? Yeah, I out. forget what I, they're called. They're little spirits.
2: Yeah, they're little, little um, shoot sprites.
1: Yes, um, and you tell them to go and do things like pull levers and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Similar to the way I felt about Ori in the Blind Forest, where it's like whatever it's trying to draw out of me isn't really working, even though all of the components are well fashioned, you know, beautiful. Um, so I'd say there's two other flaws that sort of hampered my enjoyment of, of Kana. Um, one is that even though you're going around healing the village, the spirits you're helping are ultimately sort of like faceless voiceless ghosts uh and their houses just have like a rewards chest in them which i think if they had written you know like small personal stories or even just had a few text dialogue lines for all of the spirit uh residents that you help i think that would have gone a long way to making the world feel more alive ironically um so I'm not even asking for like voice acting for all these characters. Cause I know that's a, an extra, a lot of extra work, but, um, mm-hmm. just have them like whisper ethereally with text lines that would, um, I think improve that ex- experience for me, make it feel more rewarding to me as it is. You're basically kind of just changing some environmental colors from this sickly red to like spirit blue or grass green, you know, and then just like shaking hands with a mannequin. <laughs> um, so I think that I, I would have enjoyed that more. Um, the second flaw is that it really went all in on making most of these side content reward you with cosmetic hats for your those little spirit helper companions that Greg mentioned. Um, <laughs> that was a, a, a significant portion of the reward in the game was these little cosmetic hats, which I just, personally, I just could not give less of a crap about. Um... I'd just kind of be annoyed whenever, whenever I'd get a little silly hat. Yeah, I did equip them. It was because,
2: like, you, you could pick them, but you had, at one point, you had so many of those little things that it just really was like, whatever, all right. Yeah. I just, too much. Uh, who, just like, what hat, is the bud.
1: distribution of hat, you know, to, for all these little guys? Um, but I'm sure that appeals to some people, you know. Some people, right. like, dressing up their little dudes. Um, just, that's a significant portion of the rewards in the game. For the side content. But uh, I was impressed by the quality. Of the, the pre-rendered cutscenes. Uh, and, and it turns out that that's because. The studio Ember Labs. They've been a uh, commercial. CG short. Company prior to making video game. Um, that's probably common knowledge. But I, I learned that later. After playing the game. They had made a uh, Majora's Mask. CG fan film that gained some traction at one point, which uh, might be referenced by the, the use of masks in Kena, But So they are like an, a CG house first that decided to make a video game. That was, it was a pretty fun uh, career trajectory. But yeah, um, last thing I want to mention is the speed runs for this game are pretty wild. I really recommend checking one out, even if you have no interest in playing this game ever, because the movement system in this game Really allows for some uh, crazy-looking movement and skips and stuff like that. It's 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 very fun to watch, even if you don't care about the game at all. Because it's like uh, a that, you know, a platformer
2: thing. 22 minutes. Damn, dude.
1: Yeah, it's, it's
0: uh, wild. I was just going to say, my first question was the average length of the game, and I'm seeing 10, 10 to 13 hours on um, uh, how long to beat. Oh, yes. Down yes. to 22 minutes.
1: Yeah, it is wild. It's cool. But, you know, I, I feel like I talk more about the negatives like I usually do, but I, I don't mean to. It's still a completely, you know, nice game that has a lot going for it. And I think it's a good experience, especially like as it progresses, the challenge gets more uh, intense. And yeah, by the by the end, I was kind of getting into the groove of it. So there's definitely good to be had there. I didn't love it as much as Greg, but uh, I still think it's worth checking out if you like that sort of game. Uh, Oh, and then uh, I think this can kind of uh, go into, uh, because Greg has also been playing this, Um, Sons of the Forest came out recently, which is the sequel to The Forest, which uh, we played The Forest a lot, actually, um, over the years. It's a survival, open world survival game, dropped in a forest, you have to survive, and there's like a story underneath, there's cannibals in the forest that attack you, and you have to build up your shelter and everything. Um and you, you know, complete this sort of uh obtuse, mysterious storyline. So Sons of the Forest is very much in the same vein. Um kind of just as jank as the previous game was for most of its life. We're still in early access with Sons of the Forest right now. Um, but we all bought it. We decided to get into it early because we know we knew we would get a kick out of it playing together as a group. Uh we built up our base and uh so the, I mean, the funny thing is, we, in just a few days of playing, already completed the story content accidentally just by stumbling yeah, across the right beat sequence, the game. <laughs> and we were also just mystified as to what the hell is going on in said story um dude
2: i it's been it's been like two or three days since we've seen that, and i've been th- i constantly i've been thinking about that game I' like you're just trying to parse was- it in your yeah dude like it just it won't filter into my brain like, like
0: you're you're trying to figure out if, if you if it feels good or not or, or what do you mean
1: no what uh, literally what happened yeah
2: well literally what the fuck was going
1: uh. on granted because we were playing as a group and we were just having fun we probably skipped a lot of or not even just skipped we picked up a lot of shit like notes and stuff um and we saw a lot of like pieces now that see i was reading some of that some
2: of those notes Okay, And okay. I don't, rem- I, I remember, like, two things I remember is the artifact, which we, we all, like, knew about. Yes. And that, that it did something and it made a bunch of people into those, like, pe- cannibal monster things. Right. That was all we found. But also, we did, we did end up missing, like, I think one or two caves. So maybe those one or two caves has, like, a, a swath of information that we needed. <laughs> that would be funny. Or it had, uh... It had, um, like, guy three. Like, uh, in the the ending that we had, uh, some random dude just shows up, and he's, like, on our side.
1: Yeah. No voice acting, by the way. No voice acting. He just shows
2: up, and it's just, he's there. We're
1: like, what the hell? Yeah. So, I feel like if, you know, if you really paid attention to the stuff that we collected, you could try to piece something together. At least theorize, you know. Like, I'm sure YouTubers are out there theorizing with what they're picking up. But, um we were mostly having fun so um just just playing through the game so we weren't paying that close attention but still i think i think it's definitely hampered by the lack of voice acting the lack of like really um concrete milestones in the storyline you know trying to like tell us okay here's what we've established so far here's where to go next or what you should be looking for next or something like that there's not none of that really it's very very open ended which isn't a bad thing it's just like we as a group were like just puzzled, kind of baffled as to what was even going on. But Greg Greg, do you want to talk about like the game experience so far? Uh yeah. I mean, other than that, I've been having a blast playing the game. Me too. Uh
2: I really like the new building mechanic they have in the game. Where it's Yeah, you've just, been doing you, so good with that. You uh <clears throat> basically what it is, you chop down a tree or whatever and you take the log and you set it on the ground and that is it is it is a part of the map and you go from there and you put other logs or other things and build your own uh build your own map or basically build your own building like you set all the foundation pieces you chop wood to uh make flooring you can uh chop out pieces of the wood to make like doors windows make sh- uh shelves it's very interesting uh or, and if you don't like it, you can just swap back over. uh you open up like your survival book and you're able to swap over to the original the the first forest games uh way of doing it, where it sets out a blueprint and you just throw the logs over there and they auto do it right but i've been uh like, yeah I, I I think how many hours do I have in that game i I think I, I think we have like sixteen or seventeen hours, and I've spent a huge chunk of that time either screaming at uh at this npc follower we have kelvin <laughs> i i've spent my time just screaming at him to collect logs and i've just been building uh like a house or like giant houses and stuff yeah we really been, built uh, up
1: our uh our little yeah we fort, have a pretty nicely, crazy base pretty much impregnable <laughs> it's like on a it's like on a cliff under a cliff over now, a lake so it's i pretty will say we
2: do say do. that but uh uh we did get attacked once and uh that wall crumbled pretty quickly so well yeah (laughs) if
1: it's like a we i don't think we've gotten attacked by like a big force recently
2: no we just we've been attacked by these really big red dudes who uh, take like a bunch of damage and they just kind of like walk into our base smash our shit up (laughs) pretty funny And we just like Uh, firing from the top. Super cool thing. I you were there for a Flash right with the uh, the river, the little river that was running through the uh, the map. We were basically chopping Uh, down trees, yes, taking the logs and throwing them into this little like uh, stream that was in the middle of the map, and it was just carrying the logs down the uh, down the river. Yeah, to our base. It was very very cool. I was I was shocked about that. It was very cool.
1: Um, yeah it seems like if you you can you can use the environment to your advantage like that um i wonder if that's like as intended as it seems you know because obviously they put that in where that could happen um but that is cool
2: yeah and then it's just you know the can we got the, got the cannibals uh the mutants there's like i think uh three cannibal tribes that all have like uh I think it's the cave dwellers, the red masks, and the gold masks are the uh three groups. And then they have like their own like mutants and whatever. And we just kind of uh we kind of slay them up.
1: Oh yeah. I like the guys that hide in the trees and then jump down on you. <laughs> oh yeah, those guys are cool. Yeah, there's a lot of
2: cool enemies in the game. They do a lot of like uh wacky stuff.
1: So yeah, um, but I <clears throat> so, just go ahead.
2: Uh, I I was just gonna
0: ask some closer questions, but if you got more, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, from what we've experienced, this is again early access, but a lack of bo- like bosses, boss encounters, which I feel like, yeah, do I remember so, that there were ones in, in the, the first game,
2: game? There was a final boss. It was just, you walk into this lab, and there's a little girl standing in the center, or like sitting in the center, playing with a toy, and you walk up to her, and she basically explodes into this giant monster okay right and you uh you fight that and this one there was Sweden's, we you see like something but it's only in cut scenes maybe in that third cave that we were, uh that we didn't go to or that one cave we didn't go to maybe you fight it in there that's what I've been thinking about
1: oh it could be I also wouldn't be surprised if that's just something they've yet to implement you know if that they yeah, plan very, for that to be in true. the final game because that that would make for a nice like set piece
2: yeah, that would be. I I think I I want to see more stuff uh, with like them attacking your base and whatnot. I'd like to see like that yeah, fleshed out more.
1: That would be cool. And then one other thing that we had some fun with was you can 3D print stuff in this game. Um, one of the things you can 3D print is sleds. So you can literally do some sick, gnarly sled tricks down a hill. Um, And there's a mountain in the game. So we were just snowboarding down the mountain, sledboarding, sledding down the mountain. Um and, and you, you don't could, take you damage, could, which is pretty cool. You do not take damage while you're on the sled, so you can just go careening into all sorts of obstacles, trees, and rocks. Um but and you can go fast and you can go far. Uh, And you can go way off course because you cannot stop yourself. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It has some. uh, I think at like the end there,
2: every time I would jump off a cliff, I'd have my sled in my hand. I would just use it to smash into the ground and just keep walking.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine that shit in VR? You just vomit, dude. I can. That's
2: definitely (laughs) going to get VR support. I cannot wait. That game is such a like even graphically graphic wise, a huge graphical improvement. Like, with how, yeah, like, dense
1: good. the forest
2: looks and whatnot.
1: I really enjoyed cool. uh, the, the forest VR that we did play. So I'm looking forward to thinking this one. Yeah, about it was super
2: one. cool. So th- this getting VR, that'll be badass.
1: So, uh, Andy, what are you going to ask?
0: Uh, just on the whole, whether you felt like this was a worthy successor and upgrade from the forest.
2: Um, I feel like it's still too early. I asked me that question when it's a uh, full release, but as of right now, I'd say it's a just a better version of the forest, really, even with the same jank, jank ass shit. All right, cool.
1: Yeah, to me, it's like more of the same. So if you like that, and or especially if you have a group of friends like us to to play with, um, it can be a lot of fun. And it's just yeah, it's like it's more content. <laughs> so um. It's it's not doing anything radically different, but um, still worth the money for the amount of uh, content mm-hmm. you get. I would say.
0: Okay, uh, and the game is like obviously it's an early access, but seems like you guys beat the story pretty quick, and yeah. from what I hear, they consider the story complete. Like they weren't going to be adding more of that.
1: Yeah, I would. Well, I, I wouldn't be too shocked. I mean, like we we did we were very explorative i don't know like we we did explore a lot in a short amount of time um and the, what are, they we might were very do thorough. yes and what but what You're they what? might do is thorough oh thorough. Uh, thorough okay yeah but what they might do is uh um tune other areas of the game to sort of um stall that progression or like or like make that progression take longer like tune the challenge tune the way the the cannibals are organized tune like uh uh resources you can get or something like that it might still need some some tuning somewhere in the game to uh prevent you from getting everything in the story as quickly as we did you know so even Mm -hmm. if the story is featured you know that's complete to them other stuff might be changed still i don't know
0: Do you guys still have more you feel like you need to accomplish for now? Or is it time to wait for the updates?
2: There's, uh, I think, one or two more caves we got to look through. And then we'll be done. Cool.
1: Yeah, you can always, like, you know, try a different place or something to set up camp. Or, like, I don't know, go hunting for (laughs) whatever. Sure. But I don't know that there's that much more that we, as of right now, we think we can find, you know, aside from what Greg said.
2: We also okay. did decide to uh, stay on the island forever, so uh, right. I guess, that really, what else are we going to do? <laughs> this is our home.
0: That's all I got. That sounds like fun. Um, I, I guess I'm glad I hadn't... <clears throat> I was tempted to buy it, and I'm glad I didn't, because you guys kind of went through most of it pretty quickly. Um and I think uh, I will wait until the release and evaluate then.
1: Oh yeah, I would never say to anybody that they like. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad decision at all.
0: Okay, is that what I got Flask? That is. Let's move on to Mister
2: Greg. Other
0: than Hello. Sons of the Forest, what else
1: you got Greg. What else well, you got? Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Oh, uh, the only thing I've actually been doing, other than Sons of the Forest, I've been playing, uh, Like a Dragon Ishin. That's the uh, the samurai uh, yakuza game. Ah, right. yes. I've uh, I've been I've been playing that. I've been slowly uh, chugging my way through that game. It's been a very, a very enjoyable experience. You guys know I love those uh, those mm-hmm. yakuza games, mm-hmm. and this game is just uh different setting with all of them same characters but they're just basically it's just them doing like a stage play it feels oh, okay. like
3: how would you stack up I mean where would you put this one in your rank of, of games so far Yakuza uh, games.
2: I'm not done yet but I would say uh, hm. maybe up maybe up there pretty up pretty good up there all right Right. <laughs> there's a, uh, I really like the fighting styles in the game. Uh, there's this one that I've been using called uh, Wild Dancer and it basically it's a katana and a gun and you just swing and blast and I've just, I've basically used that the entire time and I've just been ripping through people.
1: That actually relates to the very- question I wanted to ask which is, are they able in this like more period piece, right? Are they able to um, retain sort of the uh the frenetic like wild styles of fighting
2: yes, even though you're like, you're
1: samurai or whatever
2: <laughs> uh yes they do they they also keep the wackiness in um okay. i uh i actually now right now am working through a 100 rio uh loan that i picked up from uh from this version's uh from this game's version of haruka basically i uh just i took on her debt and I moved into her house and I'm just now her uncle. So I've been trying to figure out how to pay off a, a giant loan that I picked up.
1: Okay, so the deal is Very that cool. all the is it that the characters from the the main line like like a Dragon Yakuza They games, show up
2: like appearance-wise but they're not that person. They're, they're just playing like, they're other people. characters. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they're playing other
1: characters. That is interesting. Like uh
2: the guy who plays Kyria, he's to... his name is uh Sakamoto Ryoma uh and then you know this he's basically the story is you come home uh from being a year of training and you basically watch your father figure get assassinated in front of you and you have and um everybody thinks it's you that did it uh but it was a guy who had a certain type of uh sword fighting style and you know it So you go basically, uh, I don't remember the term, name of it, but you basically uh, go in exile and you go to find this
1: person. You go on a Shenmue quest. (laughs) uh,
2: Yeah, you basically uh, end up joining this like elite guard group uh, because it turns out that all the captains in there know this fighting style and it's got to be one of them.
1: Oh, so it's like the mystery of who is it in that group. Yeah,
2: basically it's it's, it's a whodunit. That's cool. And I will find them and I will dispense justice. I've had three different people tell me it was them and then I beat the shit out of them and they go oh yeah so you knew it wasn't me. All right.
1: (laughs) Why did
0: they say uh, it was?
2: Exactly. I think they just wanted to do it because they want to. Because like in Yakuza fashion the only way you can get to know someone is by fighting them. Right. So you know. Of course. But, uh, dude, I've, yeah, I, um, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I'm only, I think I'm on chapter seven of the game, which is like halfway through. And I've spent a large chunk of my time, like, uh, basically fishing. Uh, I've been fishing up, uh, like random things in the river (laughs) items and whatnot. Uh, just before I got on here, I found a, uh, a place that I ate food at and the guy gave me a job so I think I can pay off my loan by working at a a soba place.
1: Because, so uh, okay, so it's still got all of that from the... Yeah,
2: it's got all the wacky minigames. Uh, it's got, like, the gambling den.
3: It's got... You uh chickens, right?
2: Yeah, I've lost... I spent a lot of money on chicken racing, and I've lost a lot of money in chicken racing. You and were saying something? how it
3: goes. do so you live by the chicken? You die by the chicken. It yeah. goes.
2: It do go like that. You have to choose
0: one of three futures. There is I pick number one. There's only Fuck. going to be one type of Yakuza game made from now on.
3: Alright, well I picked the first one.
0: Alright. Either classic Yakuza. Um Like a Dragon Yakuza or Ishin Yakuza. What world do you live in? Or what world do you want to live in?
2: What what do you what do you mean like a dragon? Or what do you mean, like Ishin, like, 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 like samurai style? What do you, what do you mean? What do I mean? Oh, I met, uh Well, that's, that's just, just a non
3: impossible. Uh, it's just like it's an old spinoff. This, yeah, remade. it's just a spin-off. There's I'm a bunch. There's question. been a,
2: I get. Uh, there's been a bunch of uh there was like a zombie a spinoff, but it's yeah, there's like, a zombie one. There's uh, a <laughs> <sighs> there's a few
3: other ones. I don't remember what the hell they were. Uh, I go, but to answer your question though, I go, um, I go B. Uh, I think I would go B2. You know what? I'm going to be an ally. I'd go A. I'm a little worried, though, because, I mean, I do like both, and it seemed like Judgment was going to be that series for a, but they ain't doing Judgment no more, right? And they say they're done.
2: I thought... Well, that's why I, I, I think, think they, they went said with that, a,
0: but didn't something change after they said that that made it, like, I, uh, I shouldn't talk. I, I just think they're not going with right that
2: now. character anymore. Like, that, that guy's, like, dumb perhaps um oh. but there is another yakuza game coming out it's um the one that takes place between uh six and seven like what kiryu's been doing right. during that time yeah and i think that's going to be that play style also uh like the uh beat 'em up so, maybe okay, that's so not we'll an RPG? who knows i don't think so no interesting
0: no yeah it seems like the ones starring kiryu are going to well, yeah, actually, <clears throat> maybe that's the thing. They're doing this little side story. It's gonna be a beat 'em up. Maybe they're gonna continue making kiryu games where you beat 'em up, and they're gonna be making a.
2: I think the main series is staying RPG, which I'm cool with because I, I like. I really liked like a dragon. Also, they're not calling them yakuza anymore. I do. They are calling them like a dragon, which right. is you know, whatever.
0: So is that game called Like a Dragon Edition?
3: Yep. Oh, cool. Well, Greg, you know that there is no more Yakuza, so it makes sense.
2: That's, I mean, I guess, yeah. But there's, but there's no more people that are like dragons.
0: That's not true. That is not true. <laughs> Wait, what is dragon Ishan people? Mean?
2: Uh all you better right. Better tell I, me now,
3: or I'm gonna freak what out.
2: If, what if I Google it? Hold on. I know oh. I should know this because I watch anime.
1: I feel like I've heard this word before too. I don't remember.
2: Uh it means dignity. Oh, that's pretty cool. Dignity.
1: Okay. I ain't got a- it. Samurai's dignity, I guess. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, all right, cool. I actually like that cuz that does make sense. All uh right, great. also there's a uh, yeah, also my final word, uh they do have this little thing, uh when you join the uh the special guard where you can do these like little missions or whatever and they give you like troops. One of the troops ended up being a a vtuber, so you know. <laughs> feels pretty good man
1: you just pretty inserted cool. that
2: huh yeah i just needed to bring that up just so okay. you guys know uh but yeah i uh i recommend it very much i i really recommended this to kurt if anything this is very much if kurt ever wanted to play a yakuza game this would be the game he'd pick. I, i'd tell him to buy
1: because he likes that sort of uh I yeah he uh, likes the aesthetic,
2: aesthetic and like, like a, they're uh, they're focused and whatnot. I think this is the perfect game for Kurt to try. Hmm. Uh, and that's all I got, man. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to
0: play that Yakuza game when it hits the Game Pass. In it hits the Game Pass <laughs> in, in
2: a year. Yeah, yeah, most likely. I just I'm just beta testing these games for you so, guys.
0: When that game was announced, we did like you alluded to. We learned about the um, story spinoff game that stars Kiryu. We also heard a, a confirmation that, like a dragon, they are 2. working on.
2: Yeah, they're working on the second one. Oh man, do we know is that coming up? out this year as well? Uh I don't think so. I'd have to look. I'd have to look again. But I don't think so.
3: Okay. Okay. No big deal. Um. You know, even if it, do, it was well, actually, did that change? With no, it didn't change, right? Uh, like a dragon came out in Japanese, not simultaneously, right? Then English, didn't we get it later?
2: Oh uh, no, yeah, we got it later.
0: Okay, so either way, we'll see in Japan
3: first, and then we'll get it. Well, I hope, uh, hopefully, they don't do that again. Yeah, but I would. I maybe would they, they're getting more popular. Maybe they want to do both, but who knows? Early twenty. Yeah,
2: yeah, is so. the release date. I love Yakuza. Both Great games game series.
0: Uh, I didn't see that. I already clicked off the thing. I didn't. I didn't That's see right. a, a distinction. It's over. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, usually, like, <clears throat> I I probably shouldn't say usually, but I'm sure that this is a trend. Is that as those games become more popular in the West, eventually, there's a unity between
2: the release. Dude, I hope because uh edf6 hasn't come over here and it's been in japan for a EDF. while and i want edf6 over in the u.s i would like to play that okay thanks greg now on for to something pop,
0: totally different and that is john i don't know <laughs> uh last week john you regaled us with the the tales of you starting the atomic Heart.
3: Was that last week? It was last yeah. week. Hmm. How's that going? Well, I've been playing it more, and I think that I am perhaps past the halfway point, but not much further than that. I don't actually know, though. Um okay. And I think my opinions... I, th- I think there are two things happening. I think that the game is opening up more and getting better, but I also think that I'm just getting used to the bad parts. So overall, <laughs> my opinion of the game is going up as I play That's it. good. You're just getting numb to it. That's pretty cool. Um, well, like I said, a little of both, because I, I have unlocked... Well, so th- right, let, me, let me start by the positive things. You know, I've unlocked more abilities now. Um, I'll just call them plasmids because I don't remember what they're called. Neural polymers. Unlock more neural polymers powers in the game and uh i'm pretty strong like i you know uh, multiple enemies waves of enemies that i'm not fearful anymore i can pick them up i can slam them down and the game does it has the system where you can can respec um but it costs zero it's you get your points completely refunded so you know any and i don't do that because i found like a combo that I like. I'm, I've just stayed with it the entire game. But, if I ever wanted to, switch up my style and try, because you can only have two abilities selected, and then you have your, your electricity one as a default. But I wanted to switch them up because there are like three others I could use. I could refund all my points, put them into them, try it out for a minute. If I don't like it, just go back. So wow. Cool system. You know, you I really don't have appreciate to pay, that. You know, stuff. And it even goes with the weapon upgrades, too. If you, if you uh, upgrade a weapon, um, let's just say like, you upgrade like the barrel of it because you don't have uh, the, the next barrel unlocked or you didn't find it yet. When you do, and you switch over that barrel, it'll just refund you the resources. Uh, so, while it kind of begs the question, like, dude, do well, I even have that? Just let me just fucking, like, G- get rid of the fucking points and just let me do whatever I want if they don't matter that much. Uh, it's also nice that they realize it's kind of stupid and they just, you know, kind of half-did away with them. I wanna put that as a positive.
1: Yeah, it's just like not wasting your time like a lot of games do by not letting you do that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. That's cool. Um maybe not a positive. A positive for me though. Well, not a positive, a neutral. Um like I said, kinda with the 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 powers, I have found um like an axe type weapon I like. That's my melee. Uh I found the shotgun, which you find very early in the game. And those are more or less the only two weapons that I use. Now I have made some more just for fun, just to to fuck around. And there's a lot more to unlock, but I just don't uh I don't care. I don't want them. They're mm-hmm. not th- they're not as good as the two I have, or I don't think they are, not in my eyes. Uh oh, I don't know. Little little It makes it easier for me, I guess. It's it's fine. I don't know. But it would, I guess, be nice if there was some difference. Like, there's, like, at least, like, half a dozen melee weapons. And I guess they they attack differently in the sense that, like, oh, this one has a slower attack, this one has a heavier one. But, like, I don't know. The one I have has a fast attack, and it only does, like, you know, because they have, like, notches to, to weigh out all the stats. It only does, like, one or two notches less damage than the that like the the slow ones, so it's just like, why on earth would I not use this? It's just way better. I don't know, maybe maybe some of the upgrades, I haven't messed with the upgrades for the other weapons. Maybe they change them in some silly ways. I mean, some of them do. Each weapon has like a standard attack and like a power attack, and the power attack is usually unique to the weapon. Um, and yeah, maybe some of them just have nice power attacks. I haven't tried out yet. Uh, things have become like, numb to. Uh, the writing, I, I just I tune him out most of the time. It, it's swearing, he's angry, I get it. Why then, are those
2: two robots so sexy? I saw a video.
3: There's robosexuals in the game. It's just how it is. It ain't natural, it David. So like, clearly, well, you call them sexy, so you're clearly at one of them. All
2: right. <laughs> well,
3: uh, I was just
2: quoting. <laughs> I mean, a robot can
0: just do a lot of things that the human female can't, you understand?
2: I didn't say that. He said that. No, I am saying that.
3: Yeah, he's saying that. Uh, there were. I mean, I don't know. The, the real answer this
1: game is be- to sell the game. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's Coomer bait. It's possible uh, those two sexy robots existed before any gameplay work had been done at all.
3: I, I really, I really wouldn't doubt it. Um, yeah, you know, I was, I was talking to Alex. Some of the, some of the things in the game were very clearly like. Just thrown in there last minute with no care, um, and and the biggest example that I can see is, so I've gotten to the point in the game where it's it, it it's open world, someone I guess, or you at least you have a map to explore, and I can go to different areas, and there are some like dungeons you can go to to find optional upgrades for your weapons, um, and and you can just run around, it's fine, you can run, you can dash, you get everywhere pretty quick, it does not take long, but there also is. Eight cars, one car you can use it's like a red car you can identify it from like pretty far away it's like the only red car the driving is so fucking terrible <laughs> it's, it's like they had to have put this in last minute cause some like director was walking by the screen and they were showing it off and like walking who likes to walk put a car in there cause I mean it's, it's the bare minimum of what a car is in a game uh, And that it reminds also me of like when you touch anything
1: Oh man, especially with the explosion. That reminds me of like this, the fifth and sixth generation of consoles when developers would just like insert a vehicle section that everybody hated for no reason. Absolutely. It's, it's and it's just it like a like. terrible feeling.
3: But the good part is um, at no point in the game, I actually almost forgot you could get in cars because right when you get outside in the open area, very soon is like a tool tip that tells you, you can. It doesn't, t- it doesn't force you to. I don't think so. Maybe for a quick cutscene, but you're never actually made to drive the car. you don't have to totally fine, which makes me think even more that it was just like a last minute afterthought um, from I guess, what I've heard I'm sh-
1: I think you are absolutely correct
3: uh, definitely I mean that's the way it seems at least um, but uh everything else like the gun like I said the gunplay, i mean I, i'm I don't want to say the game has a ton of variety in enemies, but it's it's opening up a little bit. You know, there's there's robots and they've also managed to get some organic enemies in there. Um I I think the highlights so far are the the boss fights. There's only been a few. But one of them was just straight out of Doom. I mean it was even playing like well, I I think Gordon did some some music for this, but it was like a straight up Doom soundtrack. Like I had to like check my my other screen and make sure like I didn't have music playing. Um <laughs> It was, pretty, it was a pretty solid fight overall. It was cool. Very fast-paced. Much more, like, fast-paced than, like, the normal game is. Huh. Um, like I said, a mixture of uh, the game getting or opening up more and me just getting used to its shittiness uh, is making me enjoy it more than I was. That's okay, that sounds
0: cool.
1: Good. <laughs> are you, like, uh, I so, yeah.
0: are you getting, is this going to be, like, a story, though, of how, like, the game is finally getting good right before it ends. Like, are you almost done?
3: No, no, no. I mean, like I said, I think I'm only maybe at the halfway, maybe a little bit okay, further. And okay. I've been feeling this way. Like I said, the, the last week when I played a little bit, I, I think I even said, I don't, I'm not even sure if I'm going to finish this. Yeah. Um, But as I played a, like pretty much the next time and a little bit more, I was like, no, I'm going to finish this. I, cool. I like this enough. And I, I've, I actually just stopped playing before we did the pod. And I'll probably hop on afterwards, do a little bit more. Cool. I'm um, glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm digging it more. And then I have not been able to play Harry Potter because my mom has PlayStation 5. I let her borrow it, and I haven't oh, gotten it back yet. So. She,
2: she mom. Snatched it from your hands. Man.
3: <laughs> Get off the PlayStation 5. Oh, but she's having a good time with it. She's actually surpassed where I was. What? I I was trying to, I so she's know, flying I was blind to, without the invisible she's the hand wizard. of John. the grand wizard? Exactly, but but she has learned the invisible hand of the internet, so she can look stuff up. She can vlog <laughs> uh, Why is your Mom shitposting posting on the uh, Harry Potter
0: subreddit? <laughs> wait, just wait until she Ru- finds this podcast.
3: Just rustling some Jimmy's Uh Yeah, I'll have more to talk about that game. She she's enjoying it. She she said she. All right, this is uh, what I did. It's a slight gamer moment, sure. but also I was like, what's wrong with you? What's up? She's doing a good playthrough, right? She's good. She's a good wizard. She's doing Hufflepuff.
0: There's, I a section cringe, of the ga- yes.
3: There's a section of the game, I guess, where you get a choice to learn Crucio. And you can either like <laughs> say, no, I'm good, or you can learn it. And she was like, well, I had to see what was going to happen. Yet, yeah, I definitely learned it. And I, I had to practice on my friend. I was like, what the fuck?
1: She just doesn't want to miss content.
3: That's what she said. She was like, well, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I don't want to miss anything. And I was like, your character, you're evil now. You're you're You're, stu- you're stained. like, you just make a new game. Uh,
2: you're a bad person.
3: But uh, I'll have more to report on it as I play. Or if I ever get my PlayStation back. And as mm-hmm. I play it.
1: John's mom loves
2: torture.
3: She does. John's mom wants to cast Crucio on her own son. Did yeah, that's why I, I said, Hey, I think I'm gonna take the PlayStation back. She turned to me and she said, I said, Mom, it's not the game. She said, yeah, I wish it was. <laughs> oh my god! Said, all right, uh, all right,
0: dude.
3: Cool, Atomic right, Heart
0: and a little bit of Hogwarts. We'll appreciate yeah. the updates, of course. Atomic Heart is like hitting me in the space of like, I feel like I'm gonna play it at some point, but it's maybe free. Not. It's
3: free, it's like a
0: Less good prey. When Starfield comes out, I will play Atomic Heart instead of the. How about that? Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that would be a funny decision to make. Uh, okay, last thing before the break, I just got a quick couple things on my list to rattle off. Yeah. Um, Red Dead is still going. Red Dead Custom RP Server Online still going. Uh, Still having fun. Yesterday we discovered a new tech called market manipulation or really just, I don't know, man, that's probably this happens in every online game, but like this server has a mix of people that you can sell your goods to who are NPCs and also a your auction house. But obviously not every product can be sold to an NPC and you can still sell products that could be sold to an NPC on the auction house. So, you know, for whatever reason, uh, some people, are putting up insane amount of product on the auction house at lower than they can sell that product to an NPC. So yesterday we made about twenty five thousand dollars off flipping product from the market to the NPCs. And it's like, are you just you don't you're just dumb with the game or you don't understand? Are they,
1: are they role playing as like bad at econo- economics? <laughs> I don't know, Are they the role-playing as dumbasses? Time you would
3: have to spend farming all of that. It's a long time Yeah, role-play being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, hours. Uh, yeah, this one guy had put up 16,000
0: balls of cotton, which I back-calculated to, if I were to do that, would take me 32 hours. And Holy most shit. of... And maybe they found a somewhat more efficient way to do it than I have, but most of that time is just animation time. So it's not like... You know, may, maybe they've cut it off by a couple hours somehow, but they're still spending entire video games worth of time just farming cotton and then selling it on the market at below market rate. Um, anyway, all that to say, we're, we're kind of rich now. I'm excited to see what happens to the camp in the future now that we got money, real money.
1: Like, is it because they're trying to stay out of the NPC ecosystem? Like, they, they want to... Don't keep it within the players or something. I why why do you think they're doing that?
3: I legitimately don't. don't know. I, I, I okay, my no only idea. Guess right. is that they just don't know better.
1: All right, yeah, oh, okay. I so mean, they just haven't done enough research. Okay,
0: it's possible they don't know better. Like they're just spending all this time farming, and if if they're a farm, so the the rub is that we sold a bunch of wool, which animals produce. You typically a rancher thing, but farmers can have some. Ra- farmers can have some animals but it seems like this guy's main product is his farm goods. So maybe he just farmed a lot, had sheep out, got the wool and most farming stuff doesn't get sold to the NPC. So maybe he just doesn't know. Okay. He also had 4,000 hides on the market though. Cured hides. So he's doing more than just farming, but he
3: was selling those at crips price. Yes, you're working with a team. Uh, there's no way you can get that much material. No.
1: Oh, well, one hmm. man's loss is another man's gain.
0: But yeah, that's Red Dead. Still fun, still enjoying it. The more substantial thing, I guess, I had to talk about was that I played um, probably like half of the Woe Long demo. Reviews have come out for the game today, and the game's releasing tomorrow. Uh, Fall, I, I didn't play
1: Fallen Dynasty.
0: Yeah, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. I didn't play Neo One and Two, which were Team Ninja's uh more recent really? games. Um No, yeah, I didn't. And but I did play Ninja Gaiden. And I liked that a lot. So that's my history with the developer. I'm what, enjoying the one
1: from uh the two thousands or
0: I played both the original Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden Black. Okay, okay. Um which is a remake, remaster, whatever version of the first game. Right, um, okay. What was I going to say? I, I'm liking the game so far. Uh, as somebody who didn't play Neo 1 and 2, it's hard for me not to just feel like I'm playing their take on Sekiro. And I, I think that's 100% what they're going for. Um, that's what Kurt said, too. Fun, frenetic kind of gameplay... For again and again, I I feel like I have to keep saying I've playing Neo One and Two because some of the things I'm going to say might just sound like I'm just not familiar with the game yet, which is true. The game felt noticeably slower for to me than Sekiro did, which I wasn't super thrilled with. Um, comparing it to Sekiro again, the other major change is that this game has a lot more weapons than Sekiro. As in Sekiro, only had the one weapon. This game seems to have like a whole loot weapon system. Um, I found three in the first level. Uh, that, that was kind of fun playing around with the different weapons. I will say just early demo thoughts. While I'm having a lot of fun with it, I think it feels tight. The boss felt really cool to fight. I'm a little worried there's a lot going on here, like systems that are going to you know, annoy me or are just going to be too much for my gameplay experience. For example, the game has a whole magic system. John has decided what element everybody is playing. So I'm playing the <laughs> fire guy. But
3: honestly... You should be thankful. Let me just cut in real quick. Sorry. Okay, no, you, go but ahead. I did a little bit of research, did a little bit of asking around. Apparently you're the you're the overpowered element.
0: Oh, hell yeah, dude.
3: Well, that's good to know because
0: I'm so early on, but like, I don't see a reason why I would ever use my magic so far. I'm coming out as a secro player, but it's like... For for in my brain, the way to victory is to parry and then do the the uh counter attack. I don't understand how my elements are gonna fit into that yet, and this game has a lot going on with its element system
3: well I mean areaem and then hit them. maybe that's it.
1: I don't know can you I mean, enhance like augment your attacks with your element somehow?
3: Probably the elements have different. Uh, I mean, depending on how many points you put into it. I'm just this is all from me playing, actual nine minutes of the demo, and then just watching Kurt play it. <laughs> uh, you know, there's like a tree, uh, like a skill tree almost with each of the elements. So you get different abilities. Um, and I think that like one side of it is maybe like attack abilities. Like Kurt just didn't make any sense. I made him the wood guy, and his left side of the tree was all like lightning attacks. Um, which made me very angry I did right. not want to see that in the wood tree and then the other half was I think like more like uh, giving him more health I think that's what wood does um, so you might have some actual fire moves and you, I think maybe one side is just like buffs you yeah. I think it might just give you a straight up like a attack damage buff that
0: would be cool I mean so far I, I just fire have like does. a fireball type thing but I, I you know I play, I play one level of the demo level so I'm also just 100% willing to concede that um, I don't, I haven't played enough to like really have a super informed opinion yet. Just early thoughts. And I know a lot of people complained about this kind of thing in Neo 1 and 2, that there's just a lot of systems going on, a lot of complexity, hmm. which some people are going to fall in love with. I think that sounds like the type of thing that Kurt's brain is really going to wrap around. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited to play the full release. Um, though it's a shame the game's reviews coming out today have kind of revealed that um, there's a lot of technical issues going on.
3: Yeah, but to be fair, it seems mainly about mouse and keyboard not being really supported. Right. right. It is a bummer, but I could not imagine playing that game in any world with mouse and keyboard. Like, that doesn't, mm. you know what I mean? That just seems like a controller game. I hope that's all it
0: is, but I was also seeing stuff like, uh, uh, well, even Kurt noticed this that apparently the Game Pass, the Windows demo, was running at twice the frames as the PC version, which is hilarious. Jeez.
3: Right. Yeah, it could have been a demo thing. I mean, I don't, when I downloaded, it, I had zero problems running it, and I got an old ten seventy.
0: I had. I didn't have any problems running it. Uh, old ten seventy. Old sixteen sixty either. To be fair.
3: Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah, I hope it works out. I'm definitely I pretty much for the exact readings you said, I played it. I, I knew I wasn't gonna get it. I played the demo just to to amuse Kurt. Uh and yeah, immediately I don't know, I just seen all these different bars and shit and I just like I don't I just don't care enough.
0: That's a really good way to put it. Like my early on impression of all the systems were man, there's a lot of bars going on that I gotta like keep track
3: of. I just, I know that's probably only like half of it, and I just, I don't care enough. I don't really like running around beating people. That's not true, I do, I guess. That's not true, I do. It just has to be the right way, I guess, and that's not the right way. And
0: see, this is kind of like the way I like beating people up, but like, I love Sekiro, and I hope that this game hits me, continues to hit me in the space where Sekiro did, and that it's not instead... I don't know me trying to wrangle the systems to have an, the experience I'm looking for. You know, I don't know. We'll see.
3: Yeah, I
0: do have uh, one other ov- question. Overall, I okay. liked a long demo. I I recommend it. What what's up Flask?
1: Um, how do you feel about? So I didn't know until seeing Kurt play that like it is about uh. You know the 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 Three Kingdoms period or whatever from from Chinese history. You know the same kind of mm-hmm. stuff that Dynasty Warriors tackles. Mm-hmm. Those same characters, the generals. How do you feel about that? Because that to me seems kind of boring, even with uh, fantasy elements put on top of that. Like feels like retreading the same characters again for this. Well, I don't know.
0: For me, I haven't really played many of, or maybe any game set in like the Three Kingdoms period. So. Okay. I think I would be a lot more interested in that if, you know, it's. Com- I was giving her a little bit of shit for it, but like, he was going on about how historically accurate things are, and then when I beat the really? first boss, he like fucking drew a dragon out of some guy's body. It's like, all right, <laughs> here's the giant really enemy happened, crab. Not yeah, tell you again. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, all right, I I get that this might have well, some realistic
3: it's historical fiction, you know?
0: Yeah, I get that. It's just. I, I can't take anything that happens to this game seriously on a historical level, which right. doesn't matter all that much. But it means that the Three Kingdoms setting for me is may as well just be a complete fantasy setting. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. I guess maybe they're just using like the general Elements. characterizations yeah. that they know these characters to have from right. all the uh, the accounts and stuff like that. It's just an easy way to have a cast of characters, you know? Yeah. So I, sure. I can see that.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's well long. Um, who else is gonna be playing it? Just out of curiosity here.
2: I will. I bought it. Okay. I don't okay. really know anything about that shit though. Did you play Neo just 1 like and 2? It's like a Neo two? game. I played yeah, Neo 1 and 2. Yeah, I played them. Okay. So oh, it's flash. just I'm guessing a, a Chinese version of that.
1: I played a little bit in Neo. I, I never finished Sekiro either. Um I still plan to play Sekiro. Yeah, at I, some I point. Never, Maybe I only Neo. played uh like the first but... five minutes of Sekiro. I don't I don't have currently I don't have any plans to to check out Wolong myself okay
0: okay interesting well next week maybe me or Greg or both of us will have some uh, thoughts from the release game
2: sure maybe we'll see.
0: wow all the roundtables wrapped up in one tidy little hour that's I love seeing that and it really helps that we didn't have that guest that we won't name. I was going to say, is Any it, more is than it that a reason that been. the
2: guest <laughs> devolves this into two hours? Is yeah. that, should we address that?
0: <laughs> you know, that's that's one of the reasons. I I happen to notice that we had a tight one hour pod last week without that guest around, and after that, I did some soul searching, reflecting, and he's gone. That's that's he's just gone.
1: You also you, just moved beads around on an abacus and we're like yep Yep. it checks out it checks out nice you can't deny the beads you all
0: you know what you also can't deny a break the yes exactly a unionized break exactly you can't deny the union their right (laughs) to uh give their employees a break so um podcasters please clock out and clock back in in a short period of time that's reasonable Listeners, for you, we will abbreviate some of the break. So just so you know, Union, uh, the podcasters weren't on break for just 10 seconds.
1: It happened.
3: We'll be back. Is Kurt still playing the Wulong demo?
0: (laughs) I don't see him playing it.
3: Tony's playing it on uh, Discord. If you look at his name, oh, he's probably playing it on Xbox now. He's on Steam.
1: That boy's nutty.
0: He's gotta, he's gotta have his playthrough. He's, it's really gonna be a lot of playthroughs when you think about it, John. Because he has to do a playthrough with every element. He has to do a playthrough with every element or every weapon.
2: It's just gonna be like Call of Duty again, dude. Is he
0: on his fire pole arm playthrough, or is he on his? Water dual wielding playthrough. I don't know.
3: He's only. No, he's not water. allowed to
2: do water. I'm water.
3: Well, I'm fire. He's. He's wood, and that's what he'll be forever.
2: I don't even know what that means. I just know I'm water.
0: How many be elements wood? are there?
1: Five. five.
0: So five people are allowed to play the game.
1: Oh, the other one was what? uh Earth and Steel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: sorry if anyone else wants to play the game. They've already got a. Yeah, I don't even
1: know why Andy asked me if I would be playing. Well, like I, I said,
3: you could be the chosen one if you think you're good enough.
0: Oh, like
1: the well, avatar. Hang
3: on. Really, I think we could have two more.
0: Right? There's the avatar, of course, and then there's the guy who doesn't level up.
1: Oh, the mm-hmm. soulless like man. A, like a uh, okay. What's it called from uh... Sofka.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's two spots open.
1: What's the, what's the class from the Souls games that you just never uh, deprived? Wret, re- oh, Deprived. W- deprived. I don't know why I said Yeah. W- you just be a deprived. Welcome back,
0: everybody. To the Broken Campfire <laughs> podcast.
1: Oh, we've fuck.
0: We've aired out all of our roundtables and now it's time for some news. News, 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 news. News, 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 news,
3: news, news, news. The founder
0: like and studio head Shinji Mikami is to leave Tango Gameworks after more than twelve years with a developer, uh, I don't know if Gang there's Wards been like
1: updates to this.
0: Um, is most uh, notable recently for Hi-Fi Rush, but has also made of the Evil Within franchise and Ghostwire Tokyo. Hmm.
3: Okay, those are all games.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's been like if he said more about this, but it it seems like it's possible that this could also be like retirement for him for, from video game development maybe well he started this
0: company and he's had massive successes with it yeah um and he still controls it so it's like why leave if not to retire you know what i
1: mean yeah i mean if we retired that that was a dang good career you know yeah
0: for sure um he's credited with creating the original resident evil uh worked on numerous games up until resident evil 4 uh, also worked on Dino Crisis, Beautiful Joe, God Hand, Vanquish, and then, you know, as I said earlier, even within franchise, Ghostwire Tokyo and Hi-Fi Rush. Though I think it's not like he just released Hi-Fi Rush and left, because I think, I'm not seeing the name on this article, he has like a protege that he has uh, been mentoring who was responsible be the... for Hi-Fi Rush.
1: John Johannes Would it be? or whatever his name is? Who yeah, that the... sounds okay. right.
3: Yeah, the director like of Hi-Fi Rush, you guys yeah. <laughs> All right,
1: I do said.
2: All right, make Dino Crisis 2 that apprentice. I won't do it. Or Dino Crisis 3. I won't Fuck. do it.
0: But yeah, uh, good for him. Me.
3: Hopefully he enjoys right. his retirement, or
0: if not, whatever comes next.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nice. Go, uh, go live your life now, you know?
0: Be free. In For now. In an unusual about-face... Luminous Productions, who recently released Forspoken, has been consigned back to Final Fantasy, maybe? They're merging with Square Enix, after originally emerging from Square Enix's Business Division 2 in the first place. So, if I'm reading this correctly, the story here is that these guys were spun off, tried to make their own game, the game sucked, and now they're being reabsorbed back into Square.
2: Did uh, <laughs> did Forspoken suck? I know there was a, you know the shit meme bullshit but it's divisive. i never saw like game p or gameplay
1: i think some people definitely liked it so it's not like it's not an abject failure by any means but it's it's very divisive as a game from everything i've seen Uh,
0: i saw like a playthrough of it uh cut to like an hour and a half um one day when i was cleaning around and i got the impression that it had a lot going for it like sort of a fun premise um, maybe a cool world a lot of cool balls in the air but the gameplay never looked interesting to me it looked like mm-hmm. you just tap the same buttons against bullet sponges until enemy dead and the story seems kind of poorly written like not a bad st- story I guess but like just the execution and especially the writing of the dialogue just seemed pretty bad
1: that's the impression I got too yeah
0: Also, uh, Final Fantasy news is that Final Fantasy sixteen is still on target for June, quote, unless a meteor falls on Japan. This is the producer, Dude, uh, and producer then, Yoshida. Wait, no! A year later, it comes to the PC. Yeah. This was uh, producer Yoshida uh, sort of uh, commenting on the recent track record of Final Fantasy with Final Fantasy fifteen and Seven Remake uh, being delayed uh, several times. Um, I guess cool. Uh, I, I watched, for Final Fantasy 16, I watched like the first big trailer, and I was like, alright, it seems pretty cool, I think I'm in.
2: I, I don't That's know. That's the game that makes me want to get a PS5 to play that. Like, John, for uh, Ragnarok, I want to play Final Fantasy 16.
0: It does look cool. That shit looks so fucking nuts. I loved Final Fantasy games as a kid. I'd like to think that there's a chance that one of them can pull me back in. Did you the try 15? Uh, no. That one... I I even had it installed at some point, but I never got around to playing it. I, that
2: one just seemed fairly diver- divisive. And like, well, Andy, do I have some good news for you, bud? Oh. There's a Final Fantasy game on Steam that you can play, and it's free. For up to 60 <laughs> hours of free. gameplay. Uh, no. Up to trying, level 60. Of, up to level 60. Oh, hundreds of hours of gameplay.
0: But you didn't beat Golden Sun yet. Yeah, I'm not allowed to play an RPG until I beat Golden Sun, anyway. Yeah. And he still has three more towers to uh, to light <laughs> up or destroy. I don't remember which one it is. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to. Uh, I, I can't remember which one it is either. But. See? <laughs> but one of them, though. I think I'm almost done with Golden Sun One. I don't know what John keeps going on about. Keeps, keep this game that. is not going to last three more towers. Let me
3: explain it. Let me explain it, son. In the beginning of the game, he fucked up and caused four to- four towers uh, representing uh, like elements to turn off. Right, so why got you do think, that? Well, yeah, first of all, why did you do that? But you got to think, right? To beat the game, he's got to turn four off. Got to turn four on, right? So far, he's turned one on. Oof! Yikes!
2: Well, you got to turn them on before you, you can turn all do anything the- else. Three more of them. Yeah, no, the numbers add up. Am I that supposed to treacher- you know, turning them on? If, if- if something's on and you turn it off, <laughs> you don't You don't just leave it off. You turn and, it back and off. And if
3: it isn't on, it's the other way around. He turned them on, they're supposed to go off. Either way, he has done one and three remain undone. He's convinced. He's, he's in this crazy delusion. He's convinced himself that somehow it'll end when he gets two of them. But the map just isn't there.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's Golden Sun 2 about?
2: The other two towers. When you
1: uh, do this, one. Golden Sun. Per, open parenthesis. The other closed parenthesis. The other four two.
0: towers
3: you don't know about.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> other four towers. Yeah, would it be Golden Sun one? <laughs> Golden Sun two is just basically the same game, but on like a different continent with four other towers. It's, uh,
3: well, yeah, it's like uh, it's you go in reverse, and you got to turn them off in reverse order.
0: No, I told you this, John, already. But like you know, I had the experience of getting Skies of Arcadia in my head and wanting to replay that. And playing like five minutes of it before I got RPG guilt because I was like, I got other RPGs I'm playing right now. I can't play this.
3: You're close to you. You are you. I'm pretty sure you're close to beating. You. I mean, no mean. I'm pretty sure you're close to being Golden Sun if I. If I, I remember think. It right. so, I think I am. Uh, man, like not on the coast, but yeah, I think close, close.
0: Yeah. The shame is I I've, I haven't played in
3: long enough. Yeah, you did like the. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. You did the um, the tournament thing right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's pretty far through, and you went through the desert and stuff. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm all through the desert.
3: Yeah, pretty pretty far, pretty far through. I
0: think I just recently got the airship. Yeah, you can do it. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. The first major Elden Ring expansion has been officially announced. It's called Barbarians of the Badlands yeah yeah I wish what? it's actually called Shadow of the Ur tree
1: oh
3: So, uh what's um, the kind of a lame
1: name what are you
3: dumb guys thinking about this? Is this cool is this not cool
1: um i it's a picture right now, so I have no idea
3: <laughs> I, I mean the thoughts about what this
0: picture implies that the fan base is coming up with I think sound interesting, but for me not to be like a party pooper, I'm excited for this, but come on we all knew that this game was going to get dlc and this was just the announcement like hey we're making dlc so i don't really have much to parse yet you know what i mean
1: yeah what will it entail it seems like it'll probably be a sequel to the end game you know like it'll follow directly on
0: it could it could be a prequel i could see that Um, angle as well yeah um yeah Either way, I, I guess this is just conjecture, but I think it's reasonable to expect that this is going to be quite a bit larger than Dark Souls DLCs have been. And those are already substantial. But just keeping in mind keeping in line with like the Dark Souls thing, where in the Dark Souls DLC games they would add like a new area with new bosses and stuff. If they did if they added like a new open world zone to Elden Ring, it's just way more content than, like, a Dark Souls level, you know? Yeah. So I think that helps when explain I think about... why it's been so long, or why it, this has been a um, more delayed DLC announcement than what FromSoft has done for their previous games. Um. Yeah, and
1: why we only have a picture right now, even a year yeah. after the yeah. game's release, yeah. Um. I was just going to say, like, when I think about it that way, where I'm thinking about... How uh, generally good the all the Souls games DLC, uh, you know, expansion levels, world maps, for sure. uh, boss encounters, all that's that true stuff true. was. Um, and then I think about like so, if if Elden Ring, or if if the, this DLC is to those DLCs as Elden Ring is to the Souls games, then that's something to be excited for. I'd say, like you're saying, yeah. it could be a whole another open world hub area. Uh, With all sorts of content. And that's why it's taking long. would take so long. I mean, That would be cool. FromSoft
0: on this series is generally not going to miss. So I I have no expectation that the DLC is going to be anything but great. But I don't know anything about it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So very cool. Uh, Hopefully we'll learn more soon. Or you know what? Hopefully we don't learn much of anything. And then it just drops.
1: I always like that. They just drop it. Right. Elden All we know Rink. right now is that it's a shadow of Vidya.
0: It's a good thing Elden Ring didn't meet its hype because the hype was getting obnoxious at, at a certain point. And I participated in making it obnoxious, so I'm not judging anybody. <laughs> the, wolf, right. the Wolf Among Us 2 has been delayed to 2024 to avoid crunch. Uh, bomber, What are you going to do, though? What are you going to do? I mean, if who knows how much you can believe anything that a company ever says in, yeah. in an interview with a journalist, who knows, but um it's certainly a good reason to delay a game. I'm never going to complain if like people are saying that we need to delay this game because we can't get it out without working or without burning our employees out. You know what I mean it is just yeah. a video game at the end of the day
1: yeah that is that is the takeaway or the the, the final thought there, but like when
0: was this game announced? last year the year before the year before last year? not
1: super long, long enough ago. ago that i'm well long enough ago that i'm like I, I feel i feel a little like they're using that to avoid crunch statement to be like as an excuse like a hand wave for why they're delaying a, a development cycle like like yeah. maybe the, i mean there's just development issues that they don't want to address so they're just saying well we're we're not going to crunch our people you know that's that much is obvious and it's like yeah don't
0: <laughs> well but, you know the um i guess there's there's always basically two outcomes right is that either they had a project manager that um projected that the game would be ready for release by this time and they were just really wrong and bad at their job or mm-hmm. issues are in ongoing development have delayed project milestone so it's just been moved out who knows right i, I guess we will know in a year or so because
1: i also can't imagine that the game is too like um mutable during its development because we kind of know what game we're expecting here right yeah it, we know what the wolf among us is it's a telltale style game um it's it's yeah it's not that complicated we we kind of have the the formula.
0: To sort of explain away the release date again, who knows how much to trust anybody, anything a corporation says. But um, this article with from IGN does say that Telltale had made the decision mid-development to switch from Unreal Engine four to five, so that okay. required rebuilding a lot of the game in Unreal five. That was already built in Unreal four.
1: Well, hopefully that was for you know a, a legitimately good reason. Yeah, you know it makes the game better ultimately.
0: Hopefully, but at the same time one has to like think like from a totally Why didn't not you just
1: start that way.
0: I wasn't even gonna say that, maybe that but from a totally not game developer standpoint, like what does the Wolf Among Us two have going on that's gonna make Unreal Five a big differentiator? Like yeah. it's a narrative game, you know what I mean? Who who gives a shit what engine it's in?
1: But right, I guess maybe maybe it maybe it'll look
0: prettier and that kind of thing. Maybe. Sort of uh, broadcasting the change, I guess, in consumer market around PC gaming, GPU shipments dropped 35% year over year in Q4
3: 2022.
0: Nice. Basically, I take that to mean people are just People are holding onto their hardware longer, and they're building less computers, right?
1: Sure.
3: Um, I mean, yeah, it was, prices are getting insane. You, you're much of an option, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm. I built my most recent computer, and I built it as like a a, a mid to good level machine. I would say good machine at the time. It wasn't like great at the time, you know. Um, right before the GPU ramping started a few months before the pandemic. So I'm guess I'm really glad that I did that then because I don't, I think building the same computer today might even cost me more than it did four years ago or whenever that
1: was. Now I'm not in touch with like hardware, frankly, but um, was there a time not too long ago that it kind of like dipped back down and got more reasonable and has it then escalated again? Or am I, I just think, picking
0: that up, I think it's probably i think it, yeah i think yes and yes, well, I think yes and no maybe, but the more reasonable plateau is still quite a bit higher than like prices were in twenty nineteen okay but again i okay. i'm i'm kind of i feel like I have about the same amount of information as you i'm I might be totally wrong yeah on that. the star wars Jedi Survivor director says that he wants to make Cal's Saga a trilogy. Yeah,
1: Lots of people want to make trilogies, don't they?
0: Hmm. Which, to me, I take that to mean it will be a trilogy because Fallen Order sold well, and I'm sure Survivor's going to sell well, too. You know what I mean? Just tracks.
1: I wonder how many, like, consumers care about trilogies at all. I could see it being a nice package to sell to executives and studios and stuff like that. Like we're We, we would like to make three games and uh, it's a beginning, middle and end. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's neat for the, the business side of things, but I don't care about trilogy. Like I would accept them just keep making games about Cal as many as they want. I don't care. Like (laughs) it doesn't need to have a definitive, uh, Three act structure, you know, but I wonder how many other people care about that sort of thing, or if they do.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, th- I think processing it myself, I'm maybe more apt to care about it if it's like a really good story that I'm really sure. into. Like then I might be like, oh, cool, a trilogy. So like this is setting stuff up. I'm going to see in two games. Like that feeling you kind of had when you were playing Mass Effect. You knew there were going to be three of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's true but I don't care all that much. And especially for a game like Jedi survive Jedi game where um, though I didn't finish it, I respected it. I did not like it for the story. I don't remember almost anything that happened in that game story. Mm-hmm. Um, and who, who get? I'm going to go on this rain again, but who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? It's a star Wars game set between Episode three and four. Like, come on, <laughs> who gives a fuck?
1: Unless they like, really, they like, uh, age them up or something. Time skip, perhaps that would be cool. That would be interesting. And that,
0: then they could, they have somewhat unexplored space, like in between yeah. um, episodes seven and eight, right. Or six and seven.
1: I was also going to say, uh, following up on what you said was like, like the mass effect thing. If you're expecting like a really good, um, you know, cincher at the end, like a really great third act that, that can be a reason, a legitimate reason to look forward to the right. trilogy structure because then you're like, okay, there's going to be a great resolution to this story that I've been right. following and, and getting invested in. So that sets your expectations
0: definitely... too. Like, you know, yes. from the first game, not all your questions are going to get answered. And they won't get answered the next question either.
1: So I can see there being pros and cons.
0: Of course the, 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 the lingering con there is that Mass Effect 3 story sucked <laughs> And if it doesn't, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't stick yeah. the landing. Okay. Um, final story of the evening. I saw this one while we were podcasting, and it kind of took me surpri- by surprise. Breaking, breaking. Windows 12 might have been leaked by Microsoft and
1: Intel. Oh, in what sense? Um, uh, so like, it's just out there now. Uh, an image for it. An image. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The branding image for it. Um, as well as some. Other scant details that the major rumor is is that Windows 12 is going to be the first cloud-based OS.
3: (laughs) I don't know what you mean. I think I still have Windows 10, and I will.
1: I still have Windows 10. It's
3: all, it's all shit. Doesn't matter. It's just same shit, different shit. Well, a cloud-based OS just sounds
1: really
0: terrible i like, i don't understand the argument for why i would want that no like i don't understand the argument for why any consumer would want that
1: i want more control over my operating system not less they keep taking yeah. away control
0: and it's like my operating system right now is housed on my solid state drive plugged directly into my computer like i know it's not i know that it, a windows 12 cloud based os even if i had a gigabit connection it's not going to do as well as that direct pipe between my solid state drive and the computer,
1: and it's not yeah, like that's a good point too.
0: And it's not like it takes heart much much hardware to run an operating system or much like storage space. So like, what advantage am I getting? Why would I be compelled to download Windows twelve? I guess maybe because they'll make you. Yeah, because they'll make me. I guess maybe portability. It's. F- technically reasonable that if a cloud-based os could be ported between different machines but i don't yeah W I i could this this wouldn't be a terrible thing if windows 12 is meant to be like an enterprise operating system sold to businesses mm-hmm. i could totally see that
1: make it like more convenient for them
0: right more con- more convenient give more control to the business and make it more portable.
1: weren't they going to stop? Yeah. At like every juncture, <laughs> didn't they say like this is the last one several times? This one though is this the one, last though. one.
2: Yeah. I like
0: so I mean, maybe Windows
1: eleven will be like the forever regular consumer OS. Yeah. Or something. I don't know.
0: You know, I don't know operating systems. Who cares? On one level, on the on the other hand, it's like. I used Windows 7 until I upgraded Windows 10. I liked Windows 7. And I kind of like Windows 10, too. Like, I don't hate it. Yeah. There's some things I'm not a big fan of. Um, so I guess it's disappointing for me. The search I bar in Linux Windows 10 is the just... nicest thing about it. Random comment.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wish Linux would just, like... um. Improve the aspects that I needed to improve, so that I can actually switch over, so that I have complete freedom.
0: I've had to use uh, Unix and Ubuntu more and more at work, and it's made me almost want to just hop ship over to Linux entirely. But Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's like uh, I'm so used to Windows, especially like Windows, like for gaming. Like I feel, (laughs) I feel like I know how to make a game work when it goes off the rails on windows and I don't know if I I know I won't have that same skill when it comes to Linux. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Same for me. And just like the general convenience factor of knowing that most things will function the way they should. And, and like more in general, like how to, how to resolve things. And there's a lot of support out there. That's not conflicted and confusing documentation. Yeah. So it's just currently Windows is still just there's stuff in there that makes it more convenient for me as a general user. Because I'm not a super, you know, super heavy techie guy or anything like that. I'm not a super nerd. Sure. Um, I want things to just work for me.
0: And it's really just that simple. (laughs) Okay, that's all the news I got this week. Anybody else got anything? No, no. Greg's a poop. Poop. No. Hey, cool. <laughs> well, we uh we're gonna I guess with the break, we're at a tight ninety on this pod. And I tight 90, fucking baby. love a tight ninety. Um so congratulations to the podcasters. Thank you to the listeners every week. Always appreciate um your comments, your emails, your tweets, your active engagement with our brand. Uh please keep that up. We are trying to be parasocial. You can pretend to be our friends, um, but we will never uh, actually be friends. Um,
1: just and well, you will still be subjected to the same level of insult and vitriol that we subject our own friends to. So you can right. get that.
0: Right. Like we haven't even said the guest's name on this podcast, even though he's been on like yes. 150 of them or whatever.
2: Don't forget to check out the merch shop. We have Broken Campfire fezes. They are just released. They are going to be released next month. If wow, pre-orders are up
1: now. I didn't know about that one. Um, if you play
0: on this specific Red Dead online server, please continue to put your wool on the market at $2 a pop. I will flip it uh, and make massive profits, I and I appreciate that.
1: And you're supporting the podcast. We all do. Yeah.
0: All right, with that, good night, everybody. Uh, the last word of the evening will come from... Mr. Greg
2: I have to uh I
3: have to stop my life's falling apart before my very eyes so I'm going to hit the stop button now